back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. This week we're uh, joined by our good friend Tom Martin with Let It Fly Media. Tom, great to have you with us today. Good to be yeah. here, guys. Yeah. Excited. Uh, talk some Chiefs, talk some uh, talk some biz. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, we're ready to uh, discuss the Chiefs week one win. 34 to 20 against uh, the Houston Texans. Pretty good route. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we predicted. Yes, we um, but, uh, I was before the closest, we... by the way. Just to throw <laughs> yeah, out there. I know, I know. We'll, get, we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, but before we get into that, I uh, just want to bring you the positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Uh, we're a local recruiting firm based in Brookside, uh, and we'll find you the best accounting and finance, admin, HR, operations, and sales talent Kansas City has to offer. So Lucas, what do you got this week? Sure. So we're going to go with a staff accountant. New order this week. Pretty exciting. The manufacturing company in downtown Kansas City. So you're going to need about one to three years of experience is really what they're looking for. Um, you know, new grad, sorry, you still need to have a little bit of corporate experience out there for this position. You know, you're really going to be dealing with a lot of accruals, journal entries, uh, some reconciliations, and you need to have experience closing the books uh, at a large company. That is preferred just because this accounting group is rather large as well, and it'll be a more seamless transition. Um, bachelor's degree in accounting or finance. Uh, if you have any of those or check all those boxes, please give me a shout. We're looking forward to getting you in the mix. Awesome. And on the uh, HR ops and sales side of things, we actually have a senior account executive open in Lenexa. Um, really going to need some experience either selling like facility services, cleaning supplies, janitorial goods, things like that. Um, really just looking for a great closer and networker. And since it's a senior level role, um, base salary is going to come in around 60 to 80K uh, plus commission from there. Great territory as well. You get the whole Midwest to go after. No one in this role right now. Really good opportunity. So if you're a good salesperson, uh, with that experience, reach out to us. Um, all right, those are the positions of the week presented by Chief of Staff KC. So let's get into it. All right, talk and shop. Talk Here we go, shop. Tom. So you started your career in broadcast journalism, right? And I did. You and I have discussed this for a while now, and obviously you're part of something much, I would say much bigger, but maybe a little bit more exciting to your taste. And you know where I'm, where I'm going with this is, is after six years in journalism, what are some of the biggest factors that led up to the decision to join the Let It Fly team? Yeah, uh, I think it was it was trying to recognize where the industry was going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of friends always told me, uh, like, oh, I don't watch broadcast news anymore. And I'd be like, yeah, that's great. It's funny because it doesn't, doesn't matter. Right. It does matter. You want people your age kind of being in tune with things that you're doing, I think. And, and younger, especially. That's where all things are headed, right? So. Um, talking to Ben and Andrew, who founded the company, I felt like it was uh, it was really cool to see when they brought Billy Quatch in, especially, mm-hmm. you know, taking a modern touch mm. to corporations, to different types of industries, and trying to give them video they hadn't had before. And my role was to come in and be able to kind of do the same storytelling I would do in journalism, except I get paid for it, and sure. we get more rewards for our work. I think in journalism, a lot of people have gotten burned out. Mm, a lot yeah. of people are asked to do a lot, and uh, their salaries don't increase, right. and they are like, man, I am i don't have any uh, good um, uh, work-life balance. Mm-hmm. I need that. And I think working more for yourself at a company like ours has been super rewarding for that yeah. reason. So yeah. uh, big change for sure. Right. Good. Well, thanks. So walk us through, like, so you're the director of storytelling. Walk us through what, yeah. what you're doing now. Yeah. So basically I, I kind of try to oversee as much of the content messaging as possible. Um, I want to make sure that everything that we do from a storytelling standpoint kind of attacks a few different things. You maybe present a little of what the conflict is uh, for someone who's watching one of their videos and then you've you get the solutions across, you find ways to connect 
real characters, real people. Mm. I think so many corporate videos we've seen have been so cheesy and so um, three seconds in, I've already seen this uh, a million times right. before. And I think if we can actually try to take like 30 extra minutes when we're editing these things and really trying to find out who these people are, what they're actually trying to get across to help people, I think that's the most important thing. Of course. And that goes back to interviewing, that goes back to anything that just comes down to being human. Mm -hmm. I think any human element injection into anything video is huge. So that's kind of my role is to get that into as much as we do. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, you've actually been with the team for a year to the day, is that right now? Today. Yeah. This is uh, first anniversary. Get a little crown up here, you know, a little birthday boy type deal. <laughs> that's uh, that's what it feels like. Hey, we share the same anniversary, different companies, but no way. About one year as well. September sixteenth. Oh, Today's man. my one year. Claps for us, man. <laughs> oh, Claps yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, I guess now that you spent a whole year uh, with Let It Fly, what are some of the best memories you made so far? Uh, I think. It's, we've had some really cool shoots. We've done, I got to interview Brooks Kepka for the PGA. We've got to hang out with Colin Morikawa and shoot a lot on the golf perspective. Oh, that's and probably fine. Yeah. He, he's awesome, man. He's got a big watch too. Uh, <laughs> I think the biggest thing memory-wise is just everything we've done as a team, which is super cliche, but um, that's, the, that's the best thing about working here is the people we have, they're all dedicated, but they're all from similar backgrounds where they were burnt out by people who put way too much on their shoulders in their old jobs. And we all try to kind of collaboratively help each other with a lot of different things. Sure. And so when we're out on shoots, it's it's really fun to kind of see how we can not just like do the best job we can for the client, mm -hmm. but have fun. And yeah. if we're doing that, the work's usually better too. So uh, we went to Big Cedar Lodge last year, the five of us who started the company essentially. Mm -hmm. And that was a lot of fun, just you know, getting to shoot a lot of golf courses and yeah. just hang out together. So anything involved with, uh, with the group, just being together. And of course, Chiefs Parade Day. Mm -hmm. That was our biggest video to date, and I'm jumping building to building to building, getting yeah. all these shots. The drone footage was unreal. Well, you guys had. funny really story. Funny, we faked it. Yeah. There was one drone shot the entire time wow. because we had limitations and restrictions. Oh, I can see so that. we had to get on top of actual skyscrapers and just yeah. shoot down in the freezing wind and cold. It was crazy. But um, editing that thing same day, yeah. all of us gathered around one computer. We hit play, we watched the video, mm -hmm. and one of our employees dead silence, she starts crying. And we're like, yes, we did a good job. <laughs> Nailed it. So stuff there like that. Go. Give me a little insight real quick, sidebar, on the twist effect. When the drone was coming by the bus, I believe, Yeah. and it almost is like a 360 or a flip. Okay. Can you give me a little... Uh... As director of storytelling, I leave a lot of that yeah, to our creative director. Billy over here. Billy's back yeah. behind the mic right hey, now. Billy. He's behind the computer. Yeah. yeah. But for real, like that's something else, though, is I think a lot of us are put in positions to kind of do what we do well. Mm -hmm. And I, I actually came up with a transition where I had a little car go across the screen and like two things changed, and that was a big deal for me. Yeah. <laughs> but but mostly it's um you know letting our creatives do what they do best. And, and so sure. stuff like that, that was with our 360 camera. Mm. So we literally had a tiny camera on a pole mm -hmm. and we just stick the pole out and just get stuff yeah. and the magic of editing it just takes care of all of it on the back end yeah i saw that uh, awesome. that pole flying around at the uh, the power and light uh, <laughs> yeah. rally and i was like oh that's gonna be really cool oh, yeah. to see what it's comes like out of 10 that. feet long you're swinging yeah. you gotta avoid hitting people it's like yeah, all right sure. put that away down sure. there so yeah that's awesome um, i have uh yeah. something i think we're gonna run with yeah. um for the foreseeable future but this is a unique one and we're gonna ask every guest for a recent first down sack and hail mary so first down being a recent small success that you've had here at let it fly media a sack being a recent setback 
or failure that you've learned from. Okay. And then a Hail Mary is going to be, you know, this giant big goal that you have for the year, and, and you'd like to, to throw some uh, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams Spice <laughs> onto Pat it. Mahomes. Okay. Chiefs podcast. We're going to go. We're, we're, not, no, we're not going to. We're not going to see that. I guess we yet. don't need the Hail Mary. We got Clyde right. Edwards right. Hilaire. It'll be this week. It's this week. The, the Hail Mary, Dallas Cowboys last year. Fellas, remember yeah. that? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. that was the, the Hill Mary. The Hill Mary. Yeah, yeah. you can play yeah. off that. Yeah. It's beautiful. Um, all right. First down. First down. First down. Um, I think a small victory recently, um, I, I think th- this is so trivial. Um, so I really think that music makes a big difference in our videos. I yeah. think if it's a song that doesn't sound like it's just been pasted on, but rather it has a purpose, is big. Um, you know, Billy and I looked at a few different services we could add for ourselves. And I think going through, checking out all kinds of different offerings that we can make to kind of stay on top of what we're doing to make it fresh and fun. Um, it's been nice sort of understanding that that's a crucial element to our videos. Yeah. And so I think just a small victory was, was sort of, um, really, you always want to have little like refresher moments, right? You don't want to get right. too stagnant. And so when you kind of figure out a way to kind of stay like you're ahead of the game, that, that was it was a simple thing but it was cool just knowing okay yeah. we're on top of something like that a sack man um I would say <laughs> I don't know if there's one in particular uh, guys because I, I think there's a lot of little things you do when you're on a big shoot things you forget yeah and you sure. have to work around them there's a botch snap or something maybe yeah let's go with botch snap <laughs> let's say that um, yeah. well so i am a weird person that i think what aids my storytelling is not being the most like let's say put together mm-hmm. so sometimes like i'll forget something here and there in a trip or we have to go back and i i left like a wallet on a plane let's do that i left my wallet on sure. a plane that's yeah. my sack okay. recently okay. um <laughs> so i i try man i really do from a storytelling standpoint try to like be as sort of uneven keel as possible right. but even keel's better for organizational purposes sure. so did you get the wallet like back me. i got the wallet back there you okay. go. Good i forget her name maybe it was sandy sandy went back got it back i was like thank you sandy yeah. shout out sandy yep. shout, out shout sandy. out sandy so uh just yeah something like that for a sack and then uh hail mary um, patrick mahomes style by the way <laughs> patrick mahomes style uh where it goes forever um i don't know i i think our hail mary a big goal for us is to grow and do it well. Um, it's 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 a little scary because when Billy and I came in, it was five of us, right, yeah. and we're trying to do a lot of local business, and we want to keep doing local business. But I also think trying to go out and attack an entire market in athletics—that was our big hire with bringing in BJ. Was mm-hmm. trying to make sure, okay, it's going to be a bit of a race to get a lot of athletes who want to start putting out their own video, and we need to find ways for them to be able to pay for it, mm-hmm. and then that helps us out. But also, you know, really seize their ability as outgoing college students and, and possibly even in college kids with the new rule changes, you know, how can they best market themselves via video that's actually good right. and not just user-friendly stuff. So I think trying to go out and attack that entire market, that's a big deal for us. Yeah. And we're trying to hire up to go ahead and be able to, you know, take that on. Yeah. Um, Building so, a brand early, right? Yes, it's very much. For you can, those people. There are certain guys in college who might be Heisman contenders who might be able to make six figs just off social media posts. Yep. Right. It's, it's a little theoretical, but you could probably do it. The game's so, changing a little bit on that end. The game's changing. Yeah. If we in the next year, I think, can really establish ourselves, I think that's a huge thing for yeah. our company. And then Grunt is a company too. You know, when you're a, a smaller business, adding to a team, um, you know, that's that works so collaboratively, finding that right culture fit's got to be a big 
big part of hires for you. Can you kind of explain, you know, what you look for in candidates really? For sure. I think it's huge because you have to make sure that um, when you bring somebody in, they bring something that we don't have. You want to uh, add, but that they're kind of able to kind of seamlessly fit culture wise. I think that's, that's where interviews are huge. We Mm want to make sure that, you know, your resume is good. You're, you're real. I think that's honestly the first start in video is what kind of personality do you add to your creativity, to your video, Billy and Andy, Andy Torres, they can kind of put that together Mm -hmm. from a resume send over. But it's when we first start talking with people and Andy will ask if they'll play FIFA on like PlayStation yeah. or Xbox. And it's just stuff like that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and I think that there's there's a possibility of harming things if you bring in the wrong person. As right. good as their resume sure. is, I think it's huge that they collaborate, especially, you know, I think during COVID, a lot of us are all considering work from home. How does mm-hmm. that factor in my life? And I'm thinking, gosh, we have to be in an office. Collaboration is so yep. big yep. for what we do. Yep. And so if you can get along, I think that fuels that tremendously. Awesome. Agreed. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I appreciate all that. The knowledge is it's kind of great to hear your story and, and uh, your goals for coming up. So I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, let's let's get into uh, let's chop it up. Let's yeah. chop it up. Let's, let's, do, it. let's <laughs> do it. Let's do it. Uh, so like we predicted, we got off to a very hot start in week one, kind of running through the Texans, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pun intended. Yep. Uh, with our first victory of the season, 34 to 20. Uh, Tom, we're going to start a new tradition here. Um, we're just kind of working out some new things, but uh, we're going to give the guests the first take on the game. So, okay. uh, Tom, time's yours. Thank you. Uh, you know, I think as a Houston Texans fan growing up, it was personally a toll on myself. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've like gravitated to where I like them both equally. I was just mm-hmm. rooting for both offenses, just mega yeah. points in the yep. game. I mostly got it. Um, I think the big takeaway for me was the Chiefs are just well-oiled. Like, mm-hmm. as good as they were before, yeah. now that they've, like, done it, you're thinking, okay, to do it again, which no one does these days, you got to be that much better. And I think right. just they're a complete team. All the COVID chaos didn't throw them off one bit. Every other team is trying to figure stuff out. How do we reach the mountaintop? The Chiefs are looking down being like, I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're set. Seriously. So to make a, a Texans team that's not that bad look pretty bad, mm. pretty good. Yeah. I totally agree. And, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get the, into this a little bit more uh, as we kind of talk through some of the headlines. But, yeah, I think this offense is changing. I, I think mm-hmm. we're gone are the days of 2018 where Patrick Mahomes is going to throw 50 touchdowns. I, Correct. I just Sorry, don't think Pat, we'll fantasy it owners, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Me included. He still put up 26. So yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I mean, like, I, I just don't think it'll be necessary anymore. Like, the game, it was great, right? But yeah. it just wasn't as exciting as we're, what we're typically used to, right? And I just don't think we're going to have to have those Rams games where it's just complete shootout, a shot, or shootout excuse me, uh, not taking your foot sure. off the gas all game long. You're not going to have to have him throw the ball 50 times, especially yep. with our new workhorse. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, and, and I was kind of joking with him. We're, we're so desensitized to the greatness that is Pat, Pat Mahomes. Yeah. He makes these wild I throws. I like Patness. The Patness that is Mahomes, right? No, but he's <laughs> so great that we we just go, oh, that, that's another play. Yeah. Oh, that's another throw that he just makes either sidearm or whatever to whereas the rest of the league I still feel like is having that shock factor. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's kind of we need to slow down a little bit, smell the roses, enjoy what we're seeing in front of us to this day. Uh, another element that is aiding uh, Clyde edwards there is safeties are backing off to not get beat deep. Mm-hmm. Clyde has all the free room to roam. Oh, it's and a running so back street. It's yeah. phenomenal. Oh, I mean, sure. there's multiple clips, and I, I tell everybody to go back and watch it. If it stays that way, Clyde's going to hit 100-plus 
multiple weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah, he had 138 yards on 25 mm-hmm. carries. And Tom and I were talking about when's the last time Andy Reid's actually, you know, given the the ball carrier 25 yeah. carries. It was actually in the playoff game in 2018 against the Colts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I I totally agree with you. I I really do think. I mean, I think one of the reasons he did so well early on, he was a leading rusher in the entire league, one of three running backs that actually had 100 yards rushing. Um, one of the reasons he did so well is no one had any tape on him. Mm-hmm. There was no preseason games. There were no, like, practice footage that got released or anything. So I think Andy just kind of wanted to test out his new toy yeah. and, and kind of put the league on notice that they're really going to have to game plan for both this, uh, the full attack. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was really interesting to see. And then Mahomes had a pretty... I think mediocre performance in our in our uh, in only our 211 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, Come on, I, I think it's pretty pedestrian. Uh, but then he threw TDs to Kelsey Watkins Hill, spreading the ball around. Um, but yeah, I really do think this offense is evolving into just like you mentioned, a very well-oiled machine. That um, you know, while it may not be the most exciting uh, game of the week, it's just something that you're always going to have to to prepare for. So. I I think they learned from that Rams game. That's one of the more exciting games mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. They lost. Yeah. yeah. I know. It, it, it mm-hmm. wasn't going to work doing that every week. I think Andy maybe long term was thinking, how do we really get balanced? Mm-hmm. Like, Pat is awesome. Pat throwing for that much is awesome, but we got to be able to read up on any situation, be able to attack any situation. So yeah. I think Clyde is huge for that. Mm-hmm. I didn't love the pick personally. I'm the not pick a running back in the first yeah. round club <laughs> because you could have gotten a guy in the fourth round who might still be as effective. Right. But there's no use in that type of hindsight mm-hmm. if Clyde goes for 130 every week. I right. think he's huge for them now. Yeah, and I, I think we ended up getting a, a good draft pick with our second second round pick, Willie Gay, which we talked about last yeah. week. He didn't just, have that big of an impact as we thought he would. Need to but, see more uh, of them. Yeah. I think we will. Hopefully, week two, we'll see yeah. him break out a little bit. I think yeah. he had like one rush. I saw him one time get yeah. to the quarterback. Fun stat, by the way. I believe I saw this today on Twitter. Go Twitter. Sixty uh, percent of Watson's dropbacks. Were, were pressured. The next mm. highest in the in the NFL that week was 34%. That's crazy. So the Chiefs were getting after it. Oh, yeah. Chris Jones, Frank Clark. Frank Clark was a beast, by the oh, way. Yeah. Thank you, Spags, though, for that scheme, right? Spags. Dude. Spags is exciting. Bob Sutton would have sent one dude the whole game and played back <laughs> no. like nothing happened. Yeah. Yeah. We, we bend don't about, break, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, we talked about Bob last week. Let's not bring him up anymore. Oh, we're done. So, sorry, Bob. Yeah. See you later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I guess let's get into the defensive performance mm-hmm. while we're on it, um, sure. and then we'll touch on the other couple of headlines. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, amazing performance. Seven points. I mean, that first drive, I think they were just, you know, kind of seeing what they're going to throw at them. But mm-hmm. shut out until the fourth quarter from there. Um, I, I thought they did a great job of um, holding Deshaun Watson. Obviously, with no vertical threat in, uh, in Hopkins anymore, Deshaun's really going to be limited this year. They brought in Brandon Cooks. I still don't think that's uh, anywhere close to a game changer as uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is. So we'll see how they evolve. But um, I, I really did think we looked we look mm-hmm. great in the passing game. Legarius Sneed, huge game, uh, huge yep. week one game. So we needed that from we'll a rookie talk, yeah. as well. You know, yeah. uh, that was massive. He's huge now with uh, with Ward. Trivarius Ward has yeah. the fractured hand. Heal quickly. Hope so, because that can be a couple weeks. It can be a month, and if so, you get Breland back week five. Right. Till then, it's a mm-hmm. couple. It's a, it's a rook and a second year guy in Rashad Fenton. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and he was good. They both have played yeah. well. Like yeah. that's a coaching staff credit. Mm-hmm. Getting guys who are young and maybe overlooked. Sneed yep. was a late or mid round pick. Yeah, fourth round. Fourth round. Yeah, I mean credit to him for coming in and not only starting that game but also beating Rashad Fenton out for the, that job. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because he. I, 
Benton played really well in the playoffs last year, and I, you know, we thought we had another star sure. in the making. But I do think Lejarius Sneed might be the steal of the draft. <laughs> like, uh, call him Lejarius Speed because yes. he's uh, hey, yeah, yeah, well, he was the second fastest ball carrier yeah. according to Next Gen Stats. He had twenty one point three eight miles per hour. Yes, he was I'm cooking. Still working to get into that. Okay, yeah. keep working every day. Yeah. Uh, I got to give Brett Veach some credit because oh, yeah. I think you could knock him for his draft. Two years ago. Oh, yeah. Because out goes Breland Speaks. Yeah. You're like, what was that? Mm -hmm. And the last two years have been perfect. They've been perfect. Yep. So major credit to him. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just continuing to reload now that we've got everyone signed up. So yep. uh, we're all good there. But uh, on the defense, I think Tyron said he was pissed off, honestly. I mean, <laughs> uh, at the end of the game, which is great in your defensive leader. You always want to see someone that's just continually striving for perfection. Um, and so, they, yeah, they let up three, 13 points yeah, towards the, the end. foot so. off the gas, right? Yeah. I mean, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. We didn't come away unscathed, though, right? Yeah. So I don't think it was entirely too negative. We had some injuries. Yep. You know, we discussed one already, but um, Colin Saunders, the dislocated elbow, mm -hmm. he said that he'll be back quickly, be yep. back with a vengeance. Twitter, let yeah. me know the, about his mentality, <laughs> right? So go Twitter again. Uh, and then Okafor, which mm -hmm. he's a force to be reckoned with. He kind of mm -hmm. goes... Uh, you know, people don't talk about him too much, but he's a stud in there. So hopefully his hamstring will heal up quickly. Yeah, any thoughts on on those injuries from you guys? I think if they can get Ward in a uh, in a club, that he should be fine. Right. You know, those hand injuries. Obviously, he's not going to be able to intercept the ball like he normally would. But you know, sure. punch it out. We'll see what happens. I think uh, Kendall Fuller did that. Correct. So mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. Uh, and then Austin Ryder actually, you know, I don't took that off of there, but uh, he uh, he's on the injury report this week as well with the. Uh, um, what it is. Sore knee. Sore knee. Sore okay. knee. And yeah. cheeseburger Andy says he's a little sore. Get him a cheeseburger yeah. and he'll heal up. Yeah. Um, did you guys see that? This is a little sidebar, but the NFL Network released a, a video of, of one of Andy's favorite saving, sayings, which is time's yours. Mm -hmm. but oh, yeah. Throughout his entire career, he talks about betting cheeseburgers mm -hmm. for things that are going to happen within the game. That's just, just <laughs> if you know your thing, you know your thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cheeseburgers are Andy's thing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> gotta love it. So he's got, a, he's got a ring now to go with that, all those cheeseburgers he's had over his career. But Never have to pay um, for one again. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if you ever had to, it's kind of sad anyway. So. True. Sure. Um, well, now that uh, we've kind of gone through week one, um, before we get into week two, we kind of want to add a new thing into the show mm -hmm. where we talk about fantasy performers of the week, uh, some of the guys that we're looking at in week two. Just to give you some advice, I know I'm a huge fantasy guy, Tom. You mm -hmm. mentioned that Big as time. well. Let's do it. Lucas, yep. you got a couple teams. Um, I have five. I don't know why I put myself through I'm not this, as big a fan but, as you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, it's not, I can't even root for anyone anymore. I just got to put a team out there and just yeah. have fun watching. So. I thought three was a lot yeah. for myself. I got, I got coaxed into doing two extra this year. I usually have three. but um, it's like the whole league is on your team. Somewhere. I know. It's somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. But, uh, yeah, so, Tom, why don't you start us out? Are, you got anyone you're excited about this week? This week against the Chargers, correct, at L.A., mm -hmm. um, I really like Tyreek Hill, which is mm -hmm. basic, but mm -hmm. I think that as, as sort of muddled as he was in the first week, I know they've got a couple really good corners there. they got Chris Harris and they got sure. Casey Hayward. I still think they find a way to emphasize getting him the ball because you're not going to not try to get him of the course. ball. So sure. I think Tyreek's up for the challenge. I think McCall Hardman. Where was he? Mm -hmm. Nice to see him get a good end around, a good sprint yeah. downfield. So those two guys at receiver, you have a tough secondary. If you can mm -hmm. still break through, I think that's big time. Yeah. If you stuck it out with McColl through week one, right, and you're not scared <laughs> to play him again. However, the Chiefs have a, a new receiver, it seems like, breakout every week. Yeah. I fell into the Sammy Watkins trap, right, for week one as far as picking him up off waivers, thinking he may – 
go off next week. I'm not going to talk about him. He's going to stay on the bench. Uh, no. We'll see. Let it play out. Let it play, Let it play yeah. out. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. It could be DeMarcus this time. But the guy that I want to start this week that could be on the fringe, so for anybody who's having any flex issues or, or you know, you're going to start your McCaffrey's of the world and, and poor Michael Thomas, he's out, but, you know, Devontae Adams, et cetera. For a fringe player, Jamison Crowder. So he went off last week, 24.5 points. Okay. He is a person that, generally speaking, gets the highest volume of targets yep. on the pitiful Jets. Absolute yes. terrible team. Mm. However, they are playing the 49ers. Uh, Richard Sherman just got put on the injured reserve, okay. so they're down a corner. You know, with a 13, only PPR leagues, yep. but if, if with 13 targets last week, if he repeats that same volume against a somewhat hobbled 49ers defense, I can mm-hmm. see him repeating a 15-plus point performance, put him in at flex, start him. Um, sit. Mark Ingram. Baltimore Ravens destroyed. It's J.K. Dobbins season. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Verbatim I wonder how long that was going to take. It's, it looks like yeah. it's not going to take very long. Yeah. Yeah. And they even dominated the Cleveland Browns, right? Yeah. However, you would think with them being up, he would get more touches. Negative Dobbins is consumed, converted all of the goal line touches, so you can kind of kiss your TDs goodbye. Um, you know, if you were lucky to pick up uh, – Naeem Hines? Is it Naeem? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky to pick up Hines with Marlon Mack being out, that's a running back with Mark Ingram being on your bench. Mm-hmm. Pick him up, start him if you need a running back. I like um, him. He's like mm-hmm. Austin Eckler 2.0 for Phillip Rivers, yeah. and Austin Eckler's pretty good. And mm-hmm. Phillip Rivers loves his checkdowns, right? He does. To his running back, so. Ten checkdowns a game. Yep. Sit yeah. Mark Ingram, start Hines if you pick them up, and uh, we'll go from there. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, so you mentioned Michael Thomas is out. Mm-hmm. Obviously, unfortunately, I had I had him in one of my five leagues. So <laughs> I'm can, not I'm not too too down there. But uh, if you if you have uh, Michael Thomas on your team, go ahead and pick up Traquan Smith. Uh, he's gonna be their second receiver this week. Uh, and if you got Emmanuel Sanders, hammer that start. You gotta gotta put him in there with Drew Brees as your quarterback in that offense. Um, so both of those guys should have a decent amount of targets. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders over Traquan Smith, but. Um, if you need just a, a streaming start, mm. that might not be a bad option this week. Um, for my sit, I'm gonna go with James Conner. Um, so mm. I have him in, in a couple of my leagues, and obviously he got that tweaked ankle. Um, and Benny Snell went off last week, but they're gonna be playing the Broncos this week. Who, yeah, they let up 100 yards to uh, Derrick Henry, but he had 34 touches. Um, so they're, I think they're like the ninth best uh, defense uh, running wise. So mm-hmm. I would go ahead and sit him. If you have Benny Snell, I don't really think that's a pl- a play either um but yeah i just don't trust james connor being healthy enough um after missing yep. the entire game no so, i agree with you yeah um yeah so that's uh the fantasy performance of the week let's go ahead and, and look into week two uh, against los angeles chargers we're going to get an awesome preview uh or I, I guess our first look other than monday night football uh, at that five billion dollar sofi stadium <laughs> obviously wish we could have uh, been there in person but uh we'll get it one day um shout out to matt ambrose and uh the Dimensional Innovations team as well for uh, their work with SoFi Stadium. That was, it's an it was awesome really stadium. cool. If you, if you don't know what they did yeah. with that, go ahead and check out on LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, really cool, really cool stadium. Um, did you did you see it at all on Monday night? Um, all their pre- it's five billion dollars. Oh it's a mecca it's of sports insane. now, and it's yeah. empty. Yeah, it's like yeah. so weird. All that much money there was. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But it's uh, you know what? I, there's one guy who's who's looking at that on TV and being like, "Darn, it's uh, Jerry Jones." He's yeah. like, "I thought I built the biggest stadium. They're gonna renovate that stadium yeah. in like two years, yep. just yep. to do it, of course, just because mm-hmm. he's jealous." Yep, agreed. Yep. 
Jerry World is phenomenal. Have you guys been to Jerry World? I have not. Looks oh, like yeah. a flying saucer yes. landed in Arlington. Yeah, yeah. basically. Or Irving, it's got like it one of the best modern art uh, collections in the in the states as well. That is a fun um, fact. Yeah, did I, I didn't either, and I was there. Yeah, I, I missed it. I missed yeah. the fine art. Yeah, yeah. you know, think you learn something new every day on the show. Yeah. I will say. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the charge the Chargers last week barely hung on to beat the Bengals. Yeah, sixteen to thirteen on an absolutely hilarious <laughs> last play with that missed chip Poor shot. He faked the wrong. Long yeah, leg yeah, yeah. that he got hurt with, and so he'll, yeah, I'll be back. Was it an interview? Week, he said something, and like he, he mistook the left uh, yeah, dude, calf for the right, uh, and then he I, said they were both oh, injured. Oh no, dude, you missed the field goal. Yeah, yeah you got to own it. The field goal. Own it and move on. Come on. Yeah, but uh, bad show. And uh, Tyrod Taylor had what two hundred nine yards, two hundred eight yards mm-hmm. on sixteen of thirty uh, oh, in a seventy five point four rating last week. Um, yeah, give us your first take. What do you think is going to happen? This well, I, I covered Tyrod for two years in Buffalo, so I'm very familiar with yeah. him. He's a good quarterback. He's actually one of the shockingly like best deep ball throwers in the NFL. Really? They don't let him loose a lot. It's not like mm-hmm. a like a bomb. Like kind of like an Alex Smith type guy? He's like super accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so when they let that go, I'd look out for that because they'll usually connect. But he just doesn't put up points in offenses. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to worry about this being a shootout both ways. I right. think... The issue is figuring out how to beat Joey Bosa in that crazy good defense, even mm-hmm. without Derwin James, yeah, because sure. you know Joe Mixon was bottled up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Burrow, I think, took six or seven sacks. It was a lot for a, a first game yeah. in the NFL. Welcome to the NFL. Welcome. Yeah. So you know, there's a couple with Austin Ryder's knee and without LDT there, still figuring out. Although Assembly, mm. we didn't mention oh, Assembly yeah. looked amazing. Good. Very We're good talking point. about guards Jeez. on this yeah. podcast. Yes. yes, he was so yes. good. So if they can just pass protect against that defensive front, I think mm. it's the same old story. The, the the Chiefs beat the crap out of the, uh, the the Chargers and they move on and they just ran over the uh, AFC West. Couldn't agree more. Sure. So, Lucas, give me your uh, yeah. keys to victory. So my keys to victory for this one: keep spreading the wealth, mm-hmm. right? So we have so many tools. Almost to you know um, what I've heard on a few radio shows lately. Just play off the defense, what they're giving you. If they're playing back, let's keep working down low. Whether mm-hmm. it be a quick cross to Sammy, whether it be a run to Clyde, let them run back and play prevent or contain, and we'll pick apart. Then when they come up, Tyreek, if you start them, <laughs> get that deep bomb touchdown. Right. <laughs> yeah. So keep spreading the wealth. Play what they give you would be point one. Um, Keys to victory point two, contain Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. I didn't think Mike Williams was going to start last week because of that injury. Mm-hmm. He did end up starting. He looked okay. He made some great catches. So yeah. if we can contain them on the outside, Snead, another big game from him, mm-hmm. another big game from our secondary, make sure they don't get behind us on our end, we're going to be okay. They're going to be playing catch-up. They'll make mistakes. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, as long as we make our field goals and extra points, guys, right? <laughs> I think the butt kicker's got that yeah. under control. Butt kicker Harrison. Randy Bullock. Bit of a difference. Yeah. Harrison. Yeah. You're fine. We'll yeah. be okay there. So I'm very excited. I, I cool. think we'll get into predictions here in a minute, um, but it should be a, a fun high-scoring fest on our end. I agree. I agree. Um, Tom, do you got any offensive uh, players of the week? Offensive from the past week or looking or for this, this week? For this coming week. For this yeah, coming who week. Who do you think is going to have a good game? Yeah. I stand by Tyreek, even against the cornerbacks. Um, I really feel like Travis Kelsey, just because the linebackers there are kind of the weak spot, mm-hmm. and that's where you can, especially without Derwin James, which safety is going to come cover him? So sure. I think you might see a two-touchdown game from him, like vintage, just Kelsey takes yep. over if Hill's not the guy. I think I think to your point with the receivers they have and with yeah. Tyrod being a good deep ball thrower, yeah. winner might have a couple more deep shots that go completed than the other. Those are the yeah, big things sure. to watch to your point about the corners. Right. So, But if not that, I think Kelsey is the guy on offense for sure. Cool. You got a, a defense? On defense, 
I think I think you're gonna have to keep the pass rush up again because it didn't look like they're gonna just dump out to Austin Eckler like right. they did with Philip Rivers. I think Tyrod, for being a good mm-hmm. runner, takes a lot of sacks. You gotta rattle him. You gotta get him making sure he's in the pocket and not being able to go out and run. Mm-hmm. So I think if they contain him, I think Frank Clark and Chris Jones again, you know, again, two really good players. Sure. But if they show up like they usually should, I think those are two guys to watch for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah, on my end, uh, for the offensive side of things, I was going to say Tyreek, but now that I think about it, I, I think you got to look at the tackles with this pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mitchell Schwartz didn't allow a single sack all last season, and he allowed one I in saw week that. one. I know. So uh, I don't really think we're going to regress. He's one of the most underrated players in the entire league. Um, but yeah, I would definitely watch uh, how those guys handle that insane pass rush. Um, that should be a good matchup. Um, and then on defense, I, I was going to say Chris Jones. Uh, uh, Pouncey was banged up. He didn't play. They're starting center. Yep. Um, so with him over the over the ball, uh, I think he could have a pretty huge game sure. if he's uh, if he's still out uh, in week two. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. We'll see how the injuries go. But uh, I think Chris Jones and that whole defensive line should have a pretty solid game. Um, you know who's going to step out? I think and why I'm keeping Sammy on the bench. Did Marcus, despite the drops he had. Pat's going to keep his trust in him. Okay. I think Demarcus Robinson will have a big week um, this week. I don't have him in fantasy, but uh, I'm going to put my stamp on it. We'll come back to it next week. Okay. Book Demarcus Robinson for at least a touchdown. All right. Uh, I like it. Let's this week. It. Yeah. It's always something new with this offense. It's uh, that's that's what I love about it. Mm-hmm. You got weapons everywhere. It's just pick a poison. I mean, mm-hmm. they could all score too. Like that's how it works sometimes with these right. guys, right? So <laughs> one touchdown true. for each. Yeah, okay, why not? I'm with it. Uh, he spread it around last week. You know, mm-hmm. uh, touch on to each receiver. So mm-hmm. hopefully we do that again. Um, so let's get into some score predictions. Tom, why don't you start us out? What are you thinking for the game? Well, yeah, like I said, I don't love the Chargers' offense. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's a pretty good difference in points here. I'm thinking like Chiefs, Chiefs 31, Chargers 17. Okay, I like, I like it. Yeah, I like it as well. You? We're gonna go pretty similar to. Last week's prediction, uh, but I say we put up 38 okay. uh, to 20 Chiefs. Cool. Yeah, Gotcha. Um, and then I'm going to go pretty big with mine like I did last week. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 42 to 13. I think okay. wow. I think we're going to shut like them down. It. So we're I saying really... go ahead and just forget the spread and just put yeah. all the money on the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so right now the line is actually – I think it moved up. It's uh, – Minus nine. I put my mortgage on eight and a half. <laughs> like seriously, like, I, I really don't. I don't see how we don't uh, beat them by at least ten points uh, like at a minimum. Yeah. I don't know if Vegas thinks it's going to be a trap game or, or if they are just smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think with their defense, we're just going to pick them apart, uh, and their offense just cannot keep up. Mm-hmm. So I just look at every game that's in the AFC West as a sure thing, mm-hmm. not just to win but to cover. Yep. <laughs> yeah, sure. Totally. Honestly, it, it seems like any team that trips them up is usually out of division. So yeah. we'll see. I agree. Yeah, very true. Um, so we're at, we're actually going to keep track of the score predictions this year, um, and it's really just going to be the difference in points. So uh, I guess if Lucas, you were uh, plus five, you predicted uh, thirty-eight to twenty-one. Correct. So the difference between the Chiefs score, the difference between the Texans score versus the actual score, okay. was yep. five points. Correct. I predicted forty-one to twenty-four. That's plus eleven, Lucas, and so all of our guests okay. are they going to have the running total? He was thirty-eight, twenty-eight. He's plus twelve. So uh, we'll keep a running total all year. We'll uh, we'll um, keep track of that. It should be pretty fun. We mm-hmm. we'll have to come up with a, a bet or something between the two of us. So is this going to be running then? Yeah, running okay. total. Yeah, whoever is the lowest running total Ooh, wins. So. You, better, you better hope you don't run off by a lot again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, well, that does it for episode two of Talking Chop. Uh, if you're listening on YouTube, Apple, or Spotify, make sure to subscribe and follow us along. 
all season. We got some awesome guests. Tom, thank you so much for being with us Thanks, today. Thanks, Tom. You bet, guys. Um, you. It was yeah. great learning more about what you're doing, what you got coming up here at Let It Fly. So excited to follow along with everything you guys are doing uh, this season as well. Yeah, and likewise with the show. Make sure to uh, hit Tom up. They have a lot of exciting things in the future, and he'll take care of you. You're a good dude. I appreciate you coming we'll on. do man. our best, man. Thank you guys right. so much. We'll catch you all next week, and as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.